You are listening to the Level Up Your Gaming Podcast, episode 139, Stealing Ideas from Media. In today's episode, we discuss stealing ideas from media. We discuss why you may want to dive into existing media and use those ideas. We also discuss things to avoid and when not to take these ideas into your game. If you'd like to participate in the discussion or leave us feedback, you can contact us at levelupyourgamingpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash levelupyourgaming. If you like the content and want to hear more of the show, subscribe and we'll ensure you don't miss an episode. New episodes come out almost every Wednesday. Also, please review, tell a friend about the podcast, or share with your gaming group. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome into the Level for Gaming Podcast. My name is Aaron, and joining me virtually, once again, i got Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I love the holiday season. It uh, gives me all sorts of time to work on things. How you doing? I'm I'm doing great. Uh, the holidays have been good. I know we didn't meet up last week to record an episode, but that's okay. Uh, I did say there was going to be some some blips here and there, but we'll try to get back on to, to a regular schedule here as we go forward. Yeah. Well, you know, get when we can. Yes. Exactly. So, I mean, at last time we met, um, we talked a lot about just different ideas coming up. I put all the little topics I had in the hopper, and I was getting, you added some more ideas to the list here. And one of the ideas, which uh, which you, you talked about at the very end there, was, uh, you know, theft. You just, you want to be a thief all of a sudden. You just want to pl- plagiarize. This, this is a, <laughs> a long tradition I have. Um <laughs> Well, it, it, it did come up uh, rather organically for me. I know we were also talking about how uh, it's a lot easier to come up with topics to talk about, things that are important for being a good DM uh, when you are developing a new game. Yes. And uh, while I'm not outright stealing the entirety of the story that I'm creating uh, for this new game, I do... I, I have st- stolen uh, quite a number of little stories, and uh, a personal thing that I like to do is having side stories or side missions or like background to my world come from other pieces of media. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It. it <laughs> I'm a big proponent of fleshing out your world with a lot of like nuance in the background your players don't have to engage in it but the fact that it exists they will pick up on and will you know it just it makes the world seem more alive and like you could have other stories to tell here or that other stories are happening you're not the only thing in the world yes if you haven't guessed what i was trying to get at there is that we are stealing ideas from other media uh and i I, we've I think we've hit on it once. I remember when I did a little podcast with uh, with Tom Pack. Uh, he had he he had done a couple things where he was talking about how he'll steal multiple or use multiple storylines and kind of like interlace them. So even if you know one story, uh, you wouldn't know the uh, the other story. So I think he used like one of the Shin Megami Tensei games and Groundhog Day. So, like... Ooh, that sounds fun. So he he had, he had something like that, um, which was, you know, it's it's an interesting kind of premise, and you can't 
you can't quite pick up on exactly what you're what you're doing uh, mm -hmm. behind the scenes there. So I mean, the idea of and e and even when I say this here, Jared has one of his entire games was based off the movie Wind River. I mean, more or less the entire premise and the uh, the murder that happened and the environment that he had, he had put it together in uh, was heavily based off of that movie. So the, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not like it's a uh, you know a, 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 a big taboo. I mean, it, I think you draw a lot of inspiration from things you see, whether that be uh, landmarks you visit in the world uh, when you're on vacation. Or, you know, you see a movie and you go, wow, that's really a cool idea. Like, I wonder how I could adapt that into a game. Well, one of the things that I was I was looking up when I was prepping for this podcast uh, was uh, Picasso's quote. Uh, Good artists borrow, great artists steal. <laughs> and you see this in a lot of media. If you are... Um, if you consume enough media or if you just like look into some of the background stuff that you, you hear that, you know, the original star Wars, a new hope was just a remake of, uh, uh, the hidden fortress, but it has, uh, little bits and pieces from other movies in it also. And they were even talking about recently that the, uh, the, uh, Top Gun Maverick, the new Top Gun movie, the end of the movie is very similar to the original end of A New Hope, which is actually itself uh, very similar to an older movie called Dam Busters. So stealing your bits from other sources is completely within the realm of, you know, cool things to still do. The trick is you don't like leave it 100% verbatim. Don't keep the same names if you can change the setting. Uh, and what's nice about it is <clears throat> when you start out a story, if you start out a story the same way that a story starts out from another piece of media, that's not necessarily how it's going to end, though. Your players won't necessarily make the same decisions, and it can lead to some interesting new stories. So while I use it, like I said, for background, for sub stories, like little submissions, like you run across a thing and they get to go and do something and, oh, it's this thing. Oh, hilarious. And they come back to the main story because it fleshes the world out. Um, I kind of recommend for new DMs, people that want to run, you know, not necessarily a, uh, a pre-made, you know, they, they've got like a whole thing pre-made. It's a great place to start because you don't have to build everything from scratch. You don't have to worry about it all, but you want to branch out into writing your own story. If you don't have like a fully formed idea or a, a new world that you want to create, that gets super complicated. But you retell a, a classic story or retell something that you like, maybe a piece of art that uh, isn't as well known, you know, a book that you read, that's just a random thing you grabbed while walking through a, a bookstore back when there were bookstores or, um, uh, you know, a, a B movie that you watched on uh, cable, you know, late one night and you retell that as, you know, in a different genre in a different setting. And it can be really interesting, especially to people that don't know the media that you do. So. That's a, that's a good point. Um, it's, 
it's a good way to take you know go go from that that beginner beginner with the modules and just kind of be able to start telling a story because the the daunting task of writing and building your own world um is i mean it's daunting it's 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 there's so much that you have to factor into uh what you have going on and the basic premise of your story is likely going to be related to um you know what you have what you what you've consumed from media or what you've con- you're you're in bl- you're likely not going to inception your own idea that's that's brand new and <laughs> nobody's ever done it before you're going to come up with something that's fairly generally contrived and again it could be very simple to the point of like okay get sword defeat necromancer um you know it, it is it is get magical item to de- to defeat the enemy at the end of your quest sort of thing uh you know but you might then take it from like you said like some movie or something that you've you've read and you you thought like oh there's some really nice beats that happened there or the way that they did the horror in this movie was really clever or i like kind of like the campiness of the violence in this uh in this you know movie and so um you, you got you have you have options then uh for what you're going to do and, and how you're going to try and and steal the media and again maybe you like the premise like you know like when tom was doing that that game that was a crossover between those two you know groundhog day is a repeated event over and over again and you know you got the shin megami tensai which is sort of telling the rise of like demons to destroy the world so who will become the you know the, the the one who rises to the top to destroy the world so when you put those two things together it kind of makes this uh it just, it just makes for a very interesting like you're, you're you're pulling the core concepts out of there um and again there's a lot of things like i've done repeating days things like that um you know there, there's there's things i would avoid doing that work well in media that don't work well in a game like a dream sequence doesn't work well in in a game it looks cool in a media because in media you have the sense of dramatic irony you know what's kind of going on um and in the game you just feel cheated <laughs> yeah well that there can be you can do it but like i wouldn't do it as a starting you know, like if you if you haven't dm'd heavily or built up your own repertoire of uh style you know your your own sort of style uh definitely don't do that um and that actually uh harkens back to another thing i was thinking about and this is you know uh, a, a deeper cut for me being involved in the podcast when you are first creating your own story i think stealing is useful uh you know using somebody else's story because you like it because you understand it but also because you don't you haven't necessarily learned your own blind spots yet and knowing your own blind spots or, or because we all have them um is going to be your blind spots are going to be way more apparent uh when you first create your own piece of original art your own first story that's 100 percent yours because you are putting all of yourself into it if you are taking something from somebody else if you are you know using somebody else's work uh and putting a spin on it putting your own little 
you know, flourishes on it, you're going to be able to see what things work for you and what things don't. And it's not going to be as, uh, if your players don't like something that you've done, it's, it's not going to be like a, a hit against you as much because this is somebody else's work. Yeah. You're presenting it. Uh, but now you've learned, okay, I got to do it this, this way, or I've got to do that that way. And it's going to be a lot easier to keep with, you know, DMing because it, DMing is a lot of fun. It is telling a lot of own, fun. Yeah. Telling your own story is very rewarding, but uh, if you're starting out and you don't have uh, that thick skin or that, that repertoire already built up, it's going to be a lot easier to get discouraged if something goes wrong because we all have, like we said, blind spots and finding them out early by doing somebody else's stuff can be really effective and very useful. It's a, it's also useful just to get started in the hobby or that side of the, the, the table. Because, I mean, most players or most people who sit at a table, again, the, 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 the curse is that, you know, you only have one DM at your table. You know, <laughs> it's also a blessing that you have somebody who's willing to tell the stories at your table because you need a DM to run the game. And the other side of that is that if you're the DM, you can never play in a game because, you know, everybody else doesn't want to run it. They see how you did it and they think, oh, it's impossible to do. You know, you're, you, it's sort of a lofty expectation that you have there. And again, it's a skill, you know, that, that, that you will learn. Just like you learn to become better players, you learn to become a better DM. You learn to, to figure out the things that you are missing. And by using uh, other media or by stealing an idea or you're borrowing heavily from a concept that already exists out there, you're able to actually um, avoid a lot of the, it's a legwork that needs to be done to start GMing. Um, and it's, it's easier to then get into the, to that seat and, and run it and then go, Oh, this is all the stuff that I'm missing. Cause if you don't do it and you don't realize, well, th these are the things that people care about. These are what my players want. You know, you might focus too much on, well, how do I build this grand epic story? And it might just be simpler to just borrow, you know, heavily from a concept to build that grand epic story. So you just borrow a grand epic story. You, 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 you execute it as best you can, whether it's directly against the material or you just borrow from it. Um, and you know, it, it, it does help you get into that driver's seat and allow you to do things, um, in, in a very clever way. The other thing that I, the, the other thing that I, I was thinking of, and I, I forgot about this, if you are going to steal and you're not just going to borrow and adapt or try to be stealthy about what you're borrowing from, maybe borrow from a bunch of <laughs> concepts, the other way to do it is to lean heavily into the theft Okay. Um, and I've seen this done successfully a couple of times. Typically it turns into a very hokey kind of campy game, you know, very beer and pretzels. Um, uh, you know, I, I was playing in a seventh C game that was basically Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, there, there's heavily, heavily borrowed material from, from many of these things. I mean, it was, it was a game that was, was built around that, 
um, you know, the, the, those concepts. So I thought, I thought that was, that was very clever because it, it leaned heavily into the tropes that exist within those movies. And, you know, the entirety of the game was sort of centered around us, you know, raiding, you know, tombs and, you know, what, what, what have you. So it's another good way to do it is to just lean so heavily into the thing that you're stealing that the players, everybody recognizes what you're doing. And so it's even more fun that you get to kind of embellish around those things. Well, yeah, and players, when they see the uh, see the theft, when they see what the story is that you're stealing from, if they know the material, they can lean into it themselves. And then it becomes uh, not so much like a, a secret, like, oh, I'm stealing this. Oh. It becomes an out in the open, like, hey, we're doing this, but we're doing this in this other environment. And you get to be, you know, Indiana Jones or Short Round or, I don't know, Marion. Um, and <laughs> as long as you're not Bellic, you know, no, I hate that guy. Um, you can, you, your players can sort of get into that and play off of that. And now they don't have to worry about their own character so much. Now they are, they know a character that they're playing. They don't have to create one, you know, whole cloth in their mind. They have uh, a basis to work off of. So, you're not the only one stealing at the table now. Now they're stealing too, and you're feeding off of each other, but in this new world that you've sort of co-opted with the, the stolen material. And that sounds just like a great time because there's low stakes. It's, uh, it doesn't require you to do like a whole lot of legwork uh, to know what the next story beats are going to be unless your players get really crazy, at which point if your players are getting really crazy and they're doing things that are, you know, different from the original story, you're kind of winning. That's, that's your players are like invested now and are doing things for, to, to try new stuff. And that's really where you want to be anyway. So I like it. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they're leaning into it again, typically those games tend to, turn into really kind of high action fast paced sort of sort of games there and again it, it, it's a, it's a good time all around if you are being trying to be stealthy with what you're trying to steal from and somebody realizes what you're doing um you know em, embrace that as well because maybe they now have, have kind of clued in on some of the more nuanced things that you're trying to to lay down and oh, they can yeah, sort of definitely. be they can sort of be your shaman for the rest of the players and get them through you know the story in a, in a very clever way now it, it, depending on who your players are again kyp you could have that power gamer person who just is like oh yeah, we're playing it's it's this story so i go grab the the diamond from the monkey's eye and like <laughs> Where did yeah. you come up? Where did you come up with that idea? <laughs> well, no, you, you let them do it, but like, you have to understand this is not when you are stealing this idea from somebody else. You are stealing the setting. You're stealing the basis. You're stealing the story. But if your players go off book, you don't have to stay with the book. This is this is you know this leaves that stealing part, and now you can sort of you have uh, allowed yourself to come up with new ideas and, uh, you know, build out that new storyline. It's more of the uh, throwback to the yes and that we were talking about before. 
Yeah, if you're uh, new, you that are, can feel daunting, though, because it is. Su- suddenly you're now somebody's derailed this whole thing where you're like, "Crap, what do I do next?" You know? Yeah, don't 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 be afraid to be like, "Okay, uh, I need a, I need a night to figure this out." Like, we'll we'll reconvene. <laughs> Which, if 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 you plan your story beats uh, accordingly, you can usually get to the part where, hey, if they do this terrible thing at this time, that's sort of the end of the night anyway. To be like, oh, and you know, lean into it and be like, oh, we're gonna pick this up back next session, and it can be. Uh, then you may have some some legwork to find out what's going on. Um, and once again, if you're doing that thing, you know, if you're let's say you're doing the Indiana Jones thing, and they go and they uh, skip ahead in the story because they they figured it out, the next week come back and it's no longer Indiana Jones. You can, you can pick, uh, there's other stories that can slot into the same style. You can jump straight over to like, you know, a Tomb Raider or, uh, um, uh, one of the Nathan Drake uncharted and steal from that at this point. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of a genre. It's even the same sort of, uh, feel for the environment for a lot of it. But now it's, you have they tried to turn it on their on your head and you've turned it right back on them and uh it's you have options i i've mentioned it a number of times before um there's tropes uh there's a lovely website tv tropes uh has a list of all these different things that are like common in media and how they relate and you can see that when you look at pieces of fiction uh they have certain core elements that are common across all of them and they're extremely useful for you to know some of them not all of them or at least to look some of them up when you need to because they are shorthand for certain stories they are an easy way for people to understand how a story is going to go or what it's going to do and when you're stealing a piece of work it's laden with these things to begin with they exist within these stories and knowing other places where these same sort of story beats exist allows you to use those as other things to steal and add into it. I guess that's a good point. You, again, know know your outs. Know enough yes. about your story to be able to kind of kind of work out your outs. And again, if your players do do realize what you've done, you know, don't again. Josh is right. You can you can change it up on them, uh, or you can as, lead into it. You can, you can change right it up too. or you can, or you can, or you can lean into it there. There, there's all, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, again, the bet, the better way to sort of steal or borrow ideas is to, um, I get, I guess, adapt them into a manner that, that you feel fit. So if you like the setting, use the setting, but not necessarily the story. If you like beats in the story, use the beats in the story. If you like the, theme of the story do the theme of the story um because i mean you're you might like or you might like the general storyline but you don't like the set maybe you want to try to mix that into a different type of setting uh altogether so it, it is like you know a la new hope and then you got maverick i mean you got you've got those things which are all kind of the same thing if you look at it i mean what is it final fantasy 12 is literally Star Wars: A New Hope. That's that's the whole, 
<laughs> it's it, it is like verbatim the, the 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 same story but you know you 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 know until somebody points it out to you it's not as obvious as you think it is no and <laughs> you can mix up your genres and uh get a lot of movement out of them and you can just take you know even things within the same genre but like put a different spin on it because you know now you're playing dnd or now you're playing uh werewolf or now you're playing cyberpunk um just because the 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 system is there in place and your characters are not necessarily you know harry potter or rick deckard or uh indiana jones doesn't mean that they won't uh pick up on some of those things or go into some of those places and it, it can be a lot of fun without having to have a lot of the overhead that creating a world is going to be. And stealing is going to be your friend for that. I, I agree with that. I mean, there, there there's advantages to it. That definitely. Um, is there any time that you wouldn't steal something? Um, yeah. I don't steal characters. Okay. I mean, that's it. Okay. Um, I have, based some NPCs on characters from media, but nothing that's going to be uh, story related. But to get like personalities, you might, you might use a personality yeah. that you've had before, but you wouldn't just wholesale insert like uh, uh, Drax from, you know, gardens of the galaxy. <laughs> no, no, I, I would have a hard time doing that anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because uh, while characters can have characteristics, I mean, that's mm. part and parcel with the name. Um, if you take like an actual character from a piece of media, it becomes, you lose what they were in that other media because it's now your version of that character. And I, I did this uh, ages and ages ago in a, a a game with uh, Jason Durden, mm -hmm. uh, and we did like a whole uh, Buffyverse thing, and wanted me to come in and play NPCs, and they went from being the ones from the show to being my version of things, which were nothing like what was in the show, because they're mine now. Yeah. They they kept the same name, but they were mine, and I realized something in doing that is that. If you're going to be playing your version of characters, it's better just to be your own characters with the original's sort of like characteristics, because then you are not making them. Uh, you you run into a place where this guy wouldn't do that thing that you just did. Yeah, but I would. So expectations and, to what the character would do do not match up to what the character is doing in your game mm -hmm. exactly um and this this comes out really strongly when you've got interactions with players players if they if they are clued into the, the character they're going to expect them to do to, to react in a way that is uh consistent with the character that they think it is whereas if it's if it's you and you or your version of a character um they're going to react in the way that is best for the story, no matter how that works with your players. So I don't like stealing characters 
unless they are, you know, background or like tertiary things that just are there to fill in the, the backstory. Things the players um, probably won't interact with in a heavy mm-hmm. way. So they aren't disappointed that like you turn their favorite character from insert TV show movie, uh, you know, video game into a total joke in your story. <laughs> oh yeah. Or not even a total joke. I mean, like there, if they, like we were talking about the player jumping ahead, catching the story and doing the thing. And if the character in the TV show or movie reacted a certain way, that may not be the best way if they're interacting with these particular characters. So don't, you know, don't feel constrained by the character that you're playing. Think about how would a normal person react in this environment facing your, your players. Um, and that's why I wouldn't steal a character directly from media storyline setting you know uh story beats absolutely those are are great things to have in there but if your players are not playing the characters from the media because they're going to make their own decisions then you shouldn't be playing the characters in the media too there you go there you go um do you have anything else you want to add to this one josh no no i'd uh, just question aaron uh what have you stolen what have i stolen Ugh. Um, I don't know what I've got coming to mind. I, I think I've, I think I've tried to do like a Chrono Trigger esque thing before. Uh, didn't work out too well. I've also tried to do like straight Resident Evil one time, but uh, mm-hmm. too many guardrails, too hard to do, and so by not leaning into it enough, the players, you know wouldn't didn't lean into it either so you know it made it made it harder to do those games are really railroady yeah i mean they're great and they're great for that but you sort of have to lean into it again they get doing something like a resident evil has super high guardrails on it so if you are not setting up that expectation ahead of time you basically you you you're basically screwed yourself what about mm-hmm. you what, what have you stolen uh, two of my favorite things that I've stolen. I did a um, Heinlein's Have Space Will Travel in a fantasy environment. Uh, he finds, you know, the magic armor and has to go and do a, a massive, massive quest because he's armor instead of a spacesuit. And then I also did uh, From Hell, also in D&D. Okay. You know the the whole Jack the Ripper, you know, mm-hmm. murder mystery in yep. Victorian London. You, you throw wizards into it, and it it becomes a whole beautiful thing. Those were <laughs> some very good times, uh, and I really enjoyed telling those tales because you know you get that starter, murders are happening, you you got investigation going on, and that's a great place to start. And then you've already laid. You know the mystery you you've already laid the the murders you don't have to do all that work it's a lot of work it is something i'd like to talk about one of these times well when we when we talk about improving mysteries if you talk about i've talked about mysteries several times on this show but i don't even think of uh, it's it's one of those things that i could after doing more and more games i mm-hmm. i can tell you all sorts of different ways to make them better and and you know what not to do and you know you know the, the, the types of mysteries just to, to avoid because they're just they're really 
really bad. But well, that's a that's a yes. topic for another day. So <laughs> it's a topic for another day. Um, so anyways, that's going to wrap us up for the week. Uh, if you have stolen anything from media or you know borrowed anything heavily from something that you've gotten inspiration from. Uh, let us know level up your gaming podcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash level up your gaming. Uh, let us know whether it's been successful or it's been a total flop. Uh, <laughs> and then also, uh, we are on YouTube. So, uh, smash that like button, subscribe to the podcast there. If you don't want to subscribe to the podcast on any of the other podcast sites, which is something you should be doing or reviewing the podcast or recommending it to a friend. Uh, but that's going to wrap us up for the week. So for Josh, I'm Aaron. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.